Right on, right on, right on. Hey, everyone. I want to thank you for listening to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff. I'm one of the hosts. Jesse Zamotor is my co-host as well. And I just wanted to thank you for listening. We're into the tens of thousands of listeners now. For a podcast that's only been going for a very short time, we're doing really well. And I'm going to give you a little quick preview of the podcast that's coming out later today. It's a post-debate podcast and what's unique about it is the way we approach it you know we let all the pundits on tv these political hacks talk about each individual word and did they win this round did they win that round where jesse and i take a worldview point of view on it and in this particular episode jesse picked out something really really cool she picked out a hidden communication from the biden camp and hence the title of this episode so get into it and find out what's going on and you know we do talk about the choice is the you know threats versus promises and i think you're really going to enjoy it there is a lot of hope in this broadcast and it's not something you're going to hear anywhere else but on right on radio just one last thing i've had some feedback that maybe it's a little bit hard to follow this podcast and what I'd say to you, depending on where you're seeing the advertisement or the, the link to this podcast show up, the best thing to do is actually just click on the link. And then if you scroll down just a little bit, you're going to notice you can download the app. We're on two different platforms currently, which is Spreaker and Podbean. And each of those has an app. Now, I understand Podbean is a little bit easier. So if you're more inclined, just scroll down on that post a little bit. And you'll see download the Podbean app and then you can like the channel and you'll get notifications. You can make comments. We'd love to hear from you. I can't get back to everybody, but I do try my sincere best. So buckle up. This is going to be a great episode. I think it's one of our best ones and particularly going into this election season. This is really a wild ride. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast and help us grow. You know, we're not monetizing this at all. We just want to get the election, uh, you know, help the election and get the word out. And we're very against human trafficking and all kinds of different things. So, you know, follow us. We have some great guests. We have some great stories. But right now, we're being a lot of news. So, you know, we are your news now, right on radio. Thanks for listening. Right on radio. Right on radio. And welcome back to Right on Radio. My name is Jeff, and I'm here with Jesse. And yes, if this is news, views, opinions, and attitudes. We are your news now. You're going to get used to this because we're reporting the things that nobody else is picking up on. Why? Well, first of all, we have Jesse. <laughs> and Jesse <laughs> has experience that nobody else in this world has. I also have a lot of contacts, a lot of experience, and I'm a seasoned researcher. So we've been digging up some stuff. And this is the day after the debate. The debate was fantastic. In my opinion, 
Trump cleaned the floor with him. And I'm just going to paraphrase, and we're going to cover the debate a little bit, but I think we're going to go off in a different direction because that's what we do. But just in in my opinion, first of all, I, I really respect what Dan Bongino said after the debate. And he said Trump deployed the same tactic that he did the first time. He got Joe to separate himself from his base. He got him on the fracking. He got him on the oil. He got him on the jobs. He really disassociated his entire base. What did you think of this, Jesse? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it seemed like Trump was really coming at Joe hard and I could feel the tension, you know, and, and was sitting there just thinking, oh, come on, come on, just release the good stuff. Just love it out. Um, but, you know, he's he's preparing Americans that there's there's really nefarious things going on with Joe. And by his responses, he was getting people to question that, to start to say, you know, what is going on with that? How is the Biden family involved? And how is that affecting us as Americans? You picked up on such a key point, preparing America. What to our listeners, I'm sure most most people who listen to this podcast are pretty informed, but I would say that you have to take in context the mainstream media's reach, along with obviously Google, Facebook, YouTube, and things like that, and their censorship right now, which is unbelievable. Most Americans actually don't know anything that is going on. And so when he's throwing, when Trump is lobbing these softballs, he's just getting people to start asking the questions. And because the audience was over 70 million, at least it was estimated to be that, all people are gonna be saying, well, what about the, what's this laptop? How come that isn't on ABC, NBC, communist news networks? Right. I mean, you know, it's interesting to see Joe's responses in that because he he went to automatic denial or um, redirection. You know, he never really even addressed those things, you know, saying, well, you know, this is something we need to look into. Maybe my son has been involved in things. You know, he just outright either lies, distracts or redirects you know so i found that very interesting that there was no hiding or covering or even attempting to justify or get that off the table you know he could have said like hey you know that's off the table for right now those are just allegations or those are suspected you know things that are being investigated that's off the debate table you know but he didn't they, nobody from the Biden camp has denied the authenticity of any of this information. They just keep saying it was disproven. How can it be disproven? There was a press conference a half an hour before the debate, which, by the way, Trump is just such a great troll. I, he's going to go down in history as probably the greatest troll ever and, and maybe even the greatest president. Right. And, and he's saying it's disproven. And yet, you know, Giuliani had just put out pictures, you know, so I mean, it shows uh, things being done to a minor, um, pretty graphic, violent things. So Joe's kind of, he's going to go downhill fast. There's no way to get out of this at all. Is he going to make it to the finish line, Jesse? Is he going to make it till November 3rd? 
I don't know. I mean, if he does, he, I think he's going to be just crawl into the race line. <laughs> yeah, one thing that uh, is interesting, and I haven't really dug into it yet, but uh, General Flynn, when he changes the status on his Twitter feed, it usually means something. And today, his Twitter feed status was changed to a new baseball bat. Wow. And and it, it says Digital Warrior kind of on a stamp on it. Uh, right. But it's, maybe it's, it's insinuating a new batter is coming up to the plate. <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah, when, when Flynn changes that, you're right. Every single time it's been significant. There is probably nobody that knows more about the corruption in D.C. than General Flynn. Why do you think they've gone after him so hard? Right. And, you know, I believe he, he is going to be the home run hitter in this situation. You know what? I, I, I just got to put it out there. And I'm not the first to say this, but, you know, it looks like they've been able to delay releasing Flynn till after the election. After the election, it's a no-brainer. It's going to happen. Right. I want Flynn to be the head of the FBI. And listen, he, he deserves a better position than that. You know, maybe he should go back into the NSA. But just out of, you know, absolute, you know, let the people who terrorized him, let him be the guy to clean it out. And clean it out with a vengeance. Because it needs it. Right, I agree. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I was thinking something higher. You know, I definitely want Trump in there for four more years, but was like if Flynn runs after that, he definitely would have my vote. So. so we're coming up to the election. It's only, you know, 10 days away now at this point. And right. let's take a look because, you know, there's other channels that are going to say, well, Biden lied here. And listen, Biden lied all night. That's why I call him Blyden. <laughs> he really lied all night. And, and, he's a, and I love the fact that Trump pointed out this one thing and you know, when Joe turns to the camera and says, it's not about my family, it's about your family. Politicians have been doing this for so many years. Uh, you know, people wake up. Like th these tactics, you know, divert and make it about you. It's about your dinner table. And they want you to picture your dinner table and picture you sitting there with your family and picture yourself. It's almost like a postulate. Listen, you're going to be poor. If you're not having trouble with your car payments now, you're going to. So start thinking about it because you want to bring that upon yourself. And by the way, what you think you do bring upon yourself, that's part of the God module. That's going to be coming to a, to an episode near you one of these days. Right. No, I mean, I was just sitting there. I was like, no, like, I want to know, Joe. I want to know all about your family. Come on, let's bring it out here. And, you know... It's like as a U.S. citizen, let's get the goods because it seems like you guys have been hiding way too long. And the other thing, too, is that, you know, he kept bringing out about the families, creating this picture of ultimate poverty and doom and destruction and, um, you know, how bad everything was and how many suicides there were, how many people were going hungry right now. Um you know, and then he's bringing out stuff about, you know, well, if only Trump would release the funds to the American people. Well, 
you know, it, it's like it's being held up at the house. It has nothing to do with Trump, you know, and, and I love Trump's comment in that. He was like, maybe I'm going to have to step in there now and do something, you know. So it's like, that's right. You know, you just yeah. see this play like they play these games like they sit there and hold it back, hold it back, hold it back. And then because he doesn't exercise his rights for his executive orders, now they're hitting him at that, that, you know, well, he has the power to do something, but he's not. Well, and he has, though. That's the thing. But, you know, listen, Trump is running on being a constitutionalist person. And, the you know, Congress is supposed to be in charge of the purse because right. they're more accountable to the people. It's a great system of government if it wasn't so corrupt. And, of course, we're, you know, the United States really isn't running under the Constitution. We covered this on a previous episode. Right. But in 1871, the U.S. became incorporated and it's a false constitution but i believe trump is going to bring it back i really really do and i believe he's going to get rid of fiat money it's going to go to a gold standard all kinds of stuff are going to happen and i want let's take the let's take the conversation in this direction jesse because you know we can we can debate every word that came out but you know what these idiot pundits on tv can do that all day long and, and well some of them are good i don't want to put them all in the class but most of them are you know let, let's face it they're part of the clowns of america at least on the mainstream and they'll do this all day long and there's some great people like tucker carlson who i think is going to go down as an american hero in yeah. many ways uh, he was ner visibly nervous if you saw his opening yesterday saying that uh, because he knows that he's going against everything in the media and the ownership of the company is disney you know and disney has some problems <laughs> yeah so definitely <laughs> so let's let's paint a picture jesse of what would happen if joe biden gets elected because we know that there was a 16-year plan in the first eight years well it really you know Bush was the setup guy. But listen, Bush and Obama were in the same party. Don't don't kid yourselves, people. They're in the same club. Bush was the setup guy. Obama was executing on everything that was against America, setting it up, and essentially Hillary was supposed to be the mop-up person to bring in Agenda 21 and even worse. So Jesse. You know, the, the New World Order, Agenda 21, the Rockefellers, these people put it on their websites. They don't hide it. They actually forecast what they do. And by the way, we're not going to do a deep dive on Agenda 21 here today because it's been done for years. It's been out for years. If you don't know it, go to the UN's website, look at it. Go to the Rockefellers website, look at it. Look at Kissinger's webpage. Look at what these people are telling you. They're laying out their plans exactly. So let's take a look at what America, and by the way, I don't think Biden's going to win, but you still have to go out and vote. But right. if Biden wins, how fast do people in America become slaves? Oh, I think it will happen immediately. Um, you know, I think we'll find ourselves there. And then, you know, we've talked about some of the different aspects, but I think one of the major things I was picking up that Joe was threatening with was that, um, you know, that he, let me think how to put this, China, Russia, Iran, you know, it seemed like he was set on going to war with them, you know, that there are, they are enemies. And, you know, Trump was trying to say, hey, you know, we're in good relationships with these places, with these people. And Joe just kept right down that road of, you know, 
if they come against us, we will come against them, you know, and it's like, but they're not even coming against us, Joe. So I think war was a big one. The depopulation is gonna- No, I, I take a different stance on that, Jesse. And let me tell you why. Yeah. I, I think he was just pretending to be tough on China. As we discussed on our last two episodes, he's in the back pocket of China. Oh, he's yeah. not going to go to war with them. The left accuses you of everything they're doing. And so every they, they use the mirror effect, essentially. If I'm going to be soft on China, I got to pretend to be, I'm going to be tough. He didn't lay out what he's going to do. He's not going to go to war with China. He's going to let China take over the United States is what I believe is actually what he's telegraphing. And and the the war that will happen if he got elected first of all this is just my opinion uh and we can disagree that's a, that's actually good content when we disagree but my opinion is the war that will happen immediately if biden were to win because people in the united states know that it's at least 80 percent people are for trump at least i'd say 20 percent for biden is a generous number don't believe the polls folks that's disinformation but it would be a civil war within the United States. There's these 3% armies and even just general citizens who aren't gonna put up with this stuff. Um, they would come out uh, and, you know, I'm not hoping for that obviously, but, you know, people have to fight for their freedom. Yeah, no, you know, and I think there would be a lot of guys to it. You know, we've been hearing stuff that some of these so-called wars you know, were really covers for other things that were going on. Um, so I don't see that they would be stopping those operations or, you know, nefarious things that they were doing, that this would just become another cover, you know, get rid of those who aren't playing along with their little game and let, let's keep our operations, keep the system going just as it always has. Well, yeah, so the, the military, you know, industrial complex has been the big fundraiser in many ways for these guys. And every war is about them getting rich. Killing your kids doesn't matter. It's about them getting rich. They fund both sides of the war. Uh, the wars have been meaningless in most cases, and everybody is caught on to that. Thankfully, Trump has awakened a lot of people to it. But Jesse, I, I don't think it's going to go there. I think we're past that. I think they're just all about slaves now. And literally, if he got elected, I, you know, first of all, they're just going to take away all of your money. You know, that's the first thing they're going to do. And it's really hard to fight when you're starving. And this, because you just look at what they've done in every other place that's gone to a socialist agenda. They, they they rob people of their dignity. They rob people of their finances. It's And then and then they pull, well, it's because of race. It's because of this. And they get people fighting amongst themselves. And it has worked for thousands of years. So- yep. They already have things in place, you know, where it'd be very easy for them to, you know, take away all of our funds. And now all of a sudden everything is you're being fed everything through the government. You know, you go and pick up your monthly package of food. You know, you go pick up your things. You've got housing, but you know, you get your household stuff, all that stuff is funneled to you through the government. And they give so, certain amounts, certain portions based on your family size. So government um, becomes your God because they've been trying to erase history. They've been taking down the statues. 
they they obviously are against Christianity in many ways. They want to remove God from schools. Well, they have. They re- want to remove right. it from government and everything and else. Churches stay closed, you know, because of the virus. They can't. That takes away a whole supply chain for people because the church for centuries has been that you know charity organization supporting people in need and if that is closed down you only have one place you can go to for help that's right that's such an astute comment jesse and not only that but let's just take a look back at the last six months everybody's wearing masks well i'm not but most people are wearing masks uh, these days uh, people are lining up to get into grocery stores they're lining up this is absolute conditioning that they've been doing and the sheeple have just fallen for it no one asks questions do masks work what do walking up an aisle in one direction really solve covid like <laughs> you know come on sheeple wake up right. All right. my favorite is you know when i go to the you know the through the coffee shop you know they literally like they'll be touching my cup getting you know my drink made and stuff but then they have to put it into another cup that they handed out the window and I take it from there. And it's like, how did that extra step prevent their germs from getting on the cup? It didn't, their germs are already on the cup. So I was like, what? what's the whole point of that step? Like it's a needless listen, thing. Listen, everything, the masks are worse for you isolation is worse for you if you think a little piece of plexiglass between you and a cashier in a grocery store is going to save you from covid like you know just come on people wake up start asking questions if you're not sure about masks do some research just find one study that says a mask no matter what it is will stop covid find one contact me i'll eat crow here on air But Jesse, you brought up something just before we went on air, and it was such a great point. Joe Biden last night issued a threat, and the threat was to anyone who has ears to hear. And of course, these people speak in code often, almost all the time. And I'm sure Trump understood it. And Trump came back with a brilliant response. But tell me what Joe Biden said last night that you picked up on. Yeah, so he said that it was going to be a dark winter. And that was a specific term. It refers back to an operation um, that almost um, got put into place back in 2001. And it was basically to release um, a mass amount of smallpox to different areas in the US. So it was interesting that he said that and Trump's immediate response was, no, it is not gonna be a dark winter. (laughs) And so I picked up on that and I know I've talked, you know, several of my other shows, I've talked about how these people have uh, Poseidon missiles that they would hold underground near the um, occult training centers. And I knew like as a kid that these decommissioned missiles had biochemical weapons in them that they each had different plagues that could be released in different areas. Um, One of those, you know, we saw in the California area that after um, 
the military and Trump went through those tunnels and did rescues in that area. Then we saw um, the bu bubonic plague all of a sudden broke out in San Francisco and a lot of the homeless. And LA. Yeah, and LA. So, um, so that went along with with what was going on underground that they had released one of these Poseidon missiles with the biochemicals in it. So I think Joe was directly putting out there a threat and saying, hey, if you know, like this is what's going to happen if we continue down this road. <laughs> so, so Jesse, you know what? I Boy, we really get along normally, but I'm going to disagree with you again. It wasn't a threat. It was a promise. You think it was pro? Well, I could, I can actually come in agreement with that. I think it was a promise. Yeah, that, that's absolutely what they want to do. They want to have, listen, fear is one of the greatest controllers of people. And the sheeple have been in fear of something that has a 99.9 .9 survival rate right now. People right. are in fear of something that you know every that has been downgraded to a common cold you know back in march it was downgraded like it this is this is absolute insanity and listen, don't hear anything i'm not saying is it real of course it's real if you have diabetes if you have all kinds of pre-existing conditions listen this could be a death sentence i'm not saying it's not but for most people 99.9 percent or if you're over 75, as we reported earlier, uh, it's 94.6%, I believe, off the top of my head, but it's 94% for sure. Um, so they want to do this, and we're going to be lining up people who'd be lining up for bread. Your First Amendment's gone. We've seen that already. They're already displaying it. We've never seen censorship like this before in the history of the United States of America, or well, Canada has been gone for a long time as far as a free voice. Like Canada's really been gone. So is Australia. By the way, the places with the greatest censorship, just on the same subject, greatest censorship, greatest lockdowns and that all have one thing in common, Jesse. They're under the Queen. They're in the Commonwealth. Think about it. New Zealand, Australia, Great Britain, and Canada. Yeah, very true. Hmm. I haven't yeah. done that before. We're going to have to do a show on that. I've been thinking about this for a long time, actually, talking to some friends in Australia. Well, virtual right. friends. I don't really know them. <laughs> but they seem to know I have a good handle on what's going on because they live there. Right. So we're looking at a world where, you know, if you listen, the preferred model right now, as we discussed on our last podcast, is the communist China party. Um, and by the way, they're they're not the ones in charge. They're just the people. This is the model that they think will work. And China has infiltrated everywhere around the world. This isn't an invasion. This isn't a typical war. You gotta read or listen to the audiobook. It's free out there on the web everywhere. The art of war. It's not a difficult book to get through, but you'll find out exactly what they're doing. But I can guarantee you, Trump has read The Art of War, and he's had these moves and counter moves prior to this whole thing starting. He's always, have you noticed he's always a few steps ahead and everything they throw at him turns back on them? Everything. Yep. Well, there's more than The Art of War too. I mean, you've got Michael Aquino's book, Mind Wars, and basically, you know, instead of the old tactic of trying to do mind control, 
the, the base of warfare becomes changing the mental constructs of, of individuals. So we see that happening right now that, you know, um, even with all the little stickers you see that tell you how many feet you should be apart and which aisles you can go up, which aisles you can go down, instead of, you know, mind control, it's just these little suggestions and propaganda that then make you want to follow through and that changes your whole mind construct. Well, mind control by definition is someone else controlling your mind. It's, it's, so in other words, it takes away your free thought. So just, uh, you know, I don't want to go back into the masks and stuff like that, but people are not using free thought. Oh, I've been told I'm a sheeple. So it, listen, they've been employing this for over 50 years and, and it's worked. Look at the this younger generation, you know, for people under 25 or under 30 even right now, these people are so indoctrinated and they're super smart, but they have no wisdom and not everyone, not a blanket statement, people. If your kid is good, be good. You did a good job. <laughs> but, you know, as a whole, you look at these universities and that they're nothing but indoctrination centers that have been going on. And so we're looking at a world where in China they have social credit scores, you know, uh, you know, everything you do is under surveillance everywhere you go. If you hang out with the wrong person, your social credit goes down. So you can't get a certain job. You can't get this. By the way, you're separated by race. You're separated by thing. Just you're an animal in a pen. And that's what they want. And then the goal is to actually start depopulating the earth. And this is not a conspiracy theory, people. When people say broadcasts like this are conspiracy theories, let me just tell you something. First of all, in 1954, the CIA was the one who coined that phrase. and They've been using it on their controlled media ever since. This is well-documented. They're public documents. You can see it for yourself. And the thing is, it's only a conspiracy theory until it becomes a conspiracy. And it's not a conspiracy on our behalf reporting on this. It's a conspiracy against us. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, everything that is being said can be proven fact, you know, so therefore it's no longer a theory. Um, it's, it's a fact, it's proven. So um, don't be fooled, you know, as they keep calling truth conspiracy theories, because it's truth, it's fact. One of the first uh, big whistleblowers, especially in like the Pizzagate scandal, was Isaac Cappy, who was a pretty well-known actor, was in some big things. And he came out and called out, you know, Stephen King, Tom Hanks, uh, you know, Spielberg, all these big names as being in this uh, pedo club sort of thing. But I love the line he used to say, prove me wrong. So if you're listening to this and you're on the other side and we do have people who disagree with this program, and by the way, that's fine to disagree. Challenge what we say, but prove me wrong. Prove Jesse wrong, who's lived through it and seen it with her own eyes. That's even more challenging. They yeah. can't hear you when you're nodding. <laughs> what do I say to that? That's right. Prove me wrong, the discovery, you know, would be more horrendous than the stories I've told. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I would, would love would... people to to 
to really take you up on that and to really look into the depths of those things. Um, you know, be prepared because it's not it's not lighthearted stuff at all. So and, and I've seen a lot of ugliness since I got into this movement and, you know, my eyes were awakened. You know, listen, I was I already I always knew I've known for 30 years about the plot against the people and, you know, the New World Order and stuff like that. I had no idea where the trafficking stuff went. I really had no idea. And when I started looking into it, when I started seeing pictures of like the uh, the, the Hillary and Huma video, I haven't seen the video. I don't want to see the video, but you can't unsee that. And if you want to go down that rabbit hole, listen, I've seen some things that just tortured my mind. When I really found out about this stuff, people, uh, listen, I, I'm not ashamed to, to say it. Look, you know, I'm a big guy. I'm a biker. You know, I, I'm kind of got the prototype guy. You know, I'm six foot two, 250 pounds, a, a trained fighter. And I bawled my eyes out for two days. That's the truth. I bawled my eyes out. You're never supposed to see and never mind experience people having their organs harvested while they're alive. Right. Like this is where it goes. If you want to go down that rabbit hole, trust me, if you search it, you'll find it. But Jesse, this has gone in a dark winter way. <laughs> Trump says that there's going to be a, it's not going to be a dark winter. That's so, right. so let's look at what can happen if Trump gets reelected or when Trump gets reelected, I'd prefer to state. Yeah. You know, I believe there's going to be full release to the public. Um, I think, you know, all of this, they wouldn't go through all of this trouble um, that they've gone through to just give us partialities. Um, I think that, you know, we're looking at a, in a way, a new world, you know, but it's not going to be the world that was planned out for us initially. And, um, you know, we're going to have a, t I think, a time of peace, you know, a time of truth, a time of goodness reigning. Um, my hope is that we will get to see the little faces of the children um, that have been rescued and, and see kids getting back to families those who have families and those who don't that they would get to be put into good families that there'll be a time for healing and uh deliverance and so that's my what i'm hoping to see trump trump do he he's made some promises and i'm one of those people who you know i remind him i'm gonna hold you to that promise sir i want to see it happen <laughs> absolutely but there's i believe there's things that have been happening in the background that he has promised but he hasn't got into detail and i think right. it's it's appropriate on this broadcast to at least start the conversation because we got to focus on some good stuff too uh when we did the episode with cody snodgrass i i made a, a pretty bold statement about where i think we are as it relates to the bible and listen everyone has different opinions you know, I get it. Um, everyone reads it a little bit different. Everyone has a little bit of revelation. I think we all come together, we get a clearer picture. But I made the statement that I believe we're kind of in the in the book of Exodus now, where we're going to be freed from our slavery. And there's going to be a transfer of wealth from the wicked to the good. Mm -hmm. And I and in that we go into a time that I'm just painting the parallel 
uh, Joseph, where, you know, we can't, when we get into a time of prosperity, don't go out and put your trust in material things. This is a time to prepare because, you know, how long is it going to be? I don't know. Five years would be my guess, but that's a guess. But I really think we're coming into this prosperity. Now, how, how does this happen? This is, first of all, without doing a deep dive into the financial system, if most people will recognize in the United States, I talk about the United States, I know there's people from at least 50 other countries listening, but most of the time they're listening because they know if the United States falls, everybody's gone. So the United States, the Federal Reserve prints the money. The Federal Reserve is privately owned. It's privately owned by these families that control the world and want you to die. So. They control the money, they print the money, they loan it to you. If they create a trillion dollars, for instance, they loan a trillion dollars, but to pay back that, you have to pay back, let's say 1.2 trillion. That 0.2 trillion has never been created, so it could never be paid back. So they're creating a, a beautiful system where they create something out of thin air and they just release it into the population. Through COVID, which was planned, but I believe the patriots like Trump saw this coming, they have used this to their advantage. Just like Jesse talked about, they were able to, you know, rapidly deploy military and things like that throughout and get people out of tunnels. We have documentation on the rescues that has happened, all these different things. He's used it to the advantage, but one of the things he did Financially, by the way, the IRS is also privately owned. That's scary as crap. They're the collection arm of the Illuminati, essentially. So he took control over the Federal Reserve. So essentially, Trump, when he moved the Federal Reserve under the control of the U.S. Treasury, took control over it. So how does the money get transferred from the Illuminati to you and I? It's simple. All he has to do is prove that they were running an illegal operation, which is easily proven. And of course, it's been illegal. It's like, right. and, and basically, it's the double barrel middle fingers and saying, no, we're not paying back the money. And by the way, we're taking the rest of what you have. Mm-hmm. And I believe that will be the transfer. Right now, if you look at the, uh, the national debt clock, you're going to find something very interesting. You know, the national debt is rising and that's what everyone focuses on. And during this COVID, when there's so much unemployment and everything else that's going on, look at personal debt. It's going down. How does it go down during this? Right. There's been reports and uh, one broadcast that I really, really like and I highly recommend it is uh, Santa Surfing. She's she's still on YouTube. She wasn't deplatformed yet. And she's covered Nasara Jasara. Uh, in detail, and I think she's done a really good job about it, but it's, it's super upbeat, super positive. And what Nasara is, is it came out in 2001, and the, these farmers won it in a lawsuit against the, uh, the, the the courts. And essentially, it's the National Economics and Security Reformations Act. Jasara mm-hmm. is the global version of it. And this is what's coming, people. So your mortgage could be eliminated your credit card debt could be eliminated. You could get a lump sum of money put into your account if you've paid taxes and stuff like that. Now, do not run up your credit card and buy stuff based on this advice. Right. (laughs) This is not advice. This is 
what I think can happen. There's been about 20 boxes that needed to be checked mm-hmm. and all 20 of those boxes have been checked, Jesse. Wow. That's huge. And not only that, let's talk about what, uh, and I'm not, I'm going to hold back on what I believe I've had some revelation on with the great awakening, but we talked about the mind control and things like that. What most people who follow this consider the great awakening to be would be a release of your consciousness. Mm -hmm. People actually seeing the truth and then beginning to think again for themselves. And how powerful when you have a dumbed down society, people who just, you know, get up, they have a coffee, they go to work every day, come home, have dinner, put on the TV, go to sleep. Like that's a lot of people, you know, other people play sports and stuff like that, which is good. But let's face it, a lot of the population is doing that, eating processed foods, eating, all you know, doing everything that's really kind of bad. You become a robot. And if people start to think for themselves, Jesse, what will this world be like? Right. I mean, it could be amazing. There's so many, so much creativity, so many things people have to to add. So now let's get into technology because there's been over 6,000 patents that have been buried. And, and, and this is personal for me, Jesse, because, you know, I guess, you know, through the media conditioning and stuff like that, when I was a kid, I'm in my 50s now. So just when I was a kid, I was confident by this time in my life, I'd have a jetpack. <laughs> and I'm really bummed, you know, that I don't have a jetpack. <laughs> but I think we all wanted those jetpacks or the flying cars, you know. <laughs> but these things actually exist. I, I did an episode 10 on this podcast. I, there's literally instructions on how to make a flying saucer. We've had right. this technology for a long time. Um, where we got it, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, I don't believe in the aliens from another planet per se as much as other people do, but hey, who knows? I'm open. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. Tesla famously came up with a way to deliver wireless electricity. How did he create this electricity? Out of the air. Right. Energy is abundant. It's all around us. And and by the way, water is the most powerful fuel in the history of man. Hydrogen is, and by, when you burn hydrogen, you purify water, you purify air. Like, <laughs> this is God's gift to us, but it's been suppressed. Now, who was, when, when Tesla left us, who was the person who was the last one to review all of Tesla's patents and that before they were buried? Yeah, you're going to have to tell me that one. His name was Trump. <clears throat> he was Donald Trump's uncle. I believe it's John. And he's an MIT scientist. He was the last one, this is documented, no foolery here. The last one to see all these patents. Trump knows about all of these patents. Mm-hmm. And believe, listen, if you don't, th- there's cures for most diseases. There's solutions to almost every problem in this world. And I'm not saying we're gonna have a perfect world. People are people. They're still gonna be good. They're still gonna be evil. 
look, you know, it, it, it's not going to be a perfect world, but man, it's going to be a lot better. And, and God is going to give us, my opinion, this final chance. This is, we're coming into the greatest harvest in the history of the world because no one is supposed to go to hell. And Jesus wants every one of you to call on his name and to follow him into paradise. <laughs> Come on, Jesse, you're the chaplain. Correct me. Chaplain. Well, that didn't need to be corrected. That was spot on. <laughs> yes. So listen, this is honestly, and, and all of this, I believe, can happen in the next in the next year, within a year. And, you know, listen, this uh, this this particular broadcast is time-stamped. We'll revisit it in a year. If I'm wrong, okay, I was wrong. I was wrong for giving you hope, sheeple. <laughs> I'm not calling our audience sheeple. you got to tell call your friends sheeple, though, until they start to wonder what that term means. Right. Jesse, this has been fun today. Yeah, it has. Great conversation. So we'll see what happens today. You know, each day I'm kind of, as it gets closer, I'm excited, you know, curious about what's going to happen. Well, this is going to be a wild ride and we're going to be reporting on it. So tune in here for the news that you really can use because it's news, views, opinions, and attitudes here on Right On Radio. Please remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio.